0: That's happening. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Hello, welcome. Um, we are we are joined today uh, by some fantastic folks from St. Jude. Uh, some people who are going to share their their patient journey through uh, their St. Jude experience. Uh, and of course, we're j- joined by Jay Jump. That's his real name. Uh, the dire- <laughs> I think as assistant director of innovation at St. Jude. How are you today?
1: Doing very well. Really, really happy to be here. I felt the energy as soon as I walked in. What's happening here is really great, and it's just awesome to see it come together.
0: And obviously, we are are joined by these two lovely people. Would you like to introduce yourself to everybody and share a little bit about yourself?
2: I'm Tyler, and I'm 12, and I love to play video games.
0: (laughs) And who is this uh, lovely lady?
3: This is my mom. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm Tyler's mom. And I love to watch him watch, play video games. So,
0: so we, uh, one of the things that we want to highlight when we do this is we want to talk about what it is like for, for parents and patients at the hospital. Can you, can you tell us about like your journey, uh, the highlights of, of your experience there, the things that brought you like, the most joy while you were you know, going through everything?
3: Um, our actual journey at St. Jude began in 2012. My nine-year-old niece was diagnosed with pediatric melanoma. So I was an aunt on the outside looking in at the care and quality of course that was given to her and just amazed at how wonderful a place St. Jude was, not knowing that just short eight months later that Tyler was going to become a St. Jude patient himself. And his journey actually began in on February the 4th of 2013. Um, he had been really, really sick. He had horrible night sweats, arm and leg pains, um, stomach aches, and we kept taking him back to our pediatrician, and they kept telling us that there was nothing wrong. And the night it got really, really bad. He could no longer put any weight on his arms and legs. He crawled from his bedroom to ours in excruciating pain, and I held him all night thinking, okay, the next day I can take him and you know see what's going on I knew there had to be something we called the pediatrician the next morning and twice they refused to see him they said that he was fine it was normal behavior for a six-year-old child and that mommy instinct inside of me just kind of kicked in and I picked him up and I drove him to a local ER and by the way we are from Memphis so we were home right where St. Jude is and within 15 minutes upon arrival at the Children's Hospital he was admitted, and a morphine drip had been started, and by the next morning, they came down and died, you know, said we were going over to St. Jude. It is probably the day that time stood still for us. It Everything stopped in our world, and we were transported over to St. Jude by ambulance, which he absolutely loved. He loved the ambulance. And I was, as a mom, I was terrified, I was, uncertain what was going to happen, and I kept asking the doctors, you know, is he going to live? Is he going to make it? And they assured us that, you know, we're going to the best place we could be. And we go into St. Jude that morning in February, and I, even though I was terrified, I knew I was at the best place that I could be. They had just saved my niece's life, so they had to save his. By the morning of February the 4th, um, we met our pediatrician, Dr. Pui, who was absolutely amazing and he diagnosed him with ALL, which is acute lymphoblastic leukemia, and informed us we were gonna be in for a two and a half to three year fight. And that's when our you know journey really began.
0: So, two and a half to three years is a lot of treatment, I would assume. Um, that's a very long treatment protocol. That, what, what astounds me about what St. Jude does is that they can deliver that level of treatment without any cost to you as as a parent or as a family what like what was that like i i in my past like i went through a lot of medical issues with my family and it always caused you know financial problems and it was it was a struggle for my family so like what like what was it like when someone told you like we have to do all this but
3: it is probably the one of the most amazing things that you could ever feel Um, we know how expensive this treatment was, you know, he has endured, his body has endured around a thousand rounds of chemotherapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, countless spinal draws, bone marrow, platelets, blood, and all of that adds up every bit. You know, when you have chemotherapy, that's $15,000 a dose and I didn't have to worry about that. I didn't have to worry about, you know, well, your insurance pays this, but you owe this much we would have been in trouble, because it would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and of course you'll do anything to save your child's life, but knowing that that burden was taken off of us and that they were letting us have quality time with our family. I didn't have to worry about how am I gonna pay these medical bills. All I had to worry about was keeping our family together and worrying about the best quality of care for Tyler. So that's an amazing feeling, knowing that people are generous enough to support your family, even though they've never met them, and that they're putting forth that effort to save your child's life no matter what the cost is. So it's pretty, pretty amazing.
0: And that reminder, that is what we're all here doing together. We are enabling that to make that possible. So you should give yourselves a round of applause as well. I think so. Um, so Tyler, you like video games. What? Uh, can you give me your top five video games, or just what you're playing right now?
2: Um, it's hard to tell because I love a bunch of video games.
1: Okay.
0: What, like, what? What's the last game you played? <laughs> Has it been that long?
2: <laughs> no, Fortnite.
0: Fortnite. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so when when you were when you were at the hospital was were video games part of your like your routine there? Is that something that you got to enjoy?
2: Yes. Um. Actually, at one point, um, a bunch of gamers actually came and we got to play games with them, and they were all really nice. And also, um, uh, and also, um, a GameStop came yeah. and let a bunch of kids play games when normally they couldn't because they were in treatment, and um, they let people play games. And then we got to we got we got to play games with actually some of the staff, that's and some of the game and, and a bunch of gamers.
0: That's that's really awesome. Was that like was that like a big relief, like to have a moment where you can just play instead of having to like worry about everything else that's going on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love your fantastic one-word answers. <laughs> that's good. It's good. Um, So the reason we have Jay up here um, is because he is the assistant director of innovation. There's a lot of things that St. Jude is doing right now um, to sort of push the boundary of not only fundraising, but like different ways to present their message. We actually have one of them here on the floor. Do you want to talk about what we've got on the floor here in GuardianCon? Yeah,
1: I I would love to. So um, uh, as Ben said, I I work in the innovation and my, my job is to try to find new ways for us to raise money to support the hospital and to do new and interesting things. And um, getting involved in gaming is one of those things. It's really, really critically important to our mission. Um, To add to what Michelle was saying, like that burden of cost, like the two to three years, the average cost of that treatment is over $400,000. How much? $400,000. And that, I, I can't imagine, I have children, I can't imagine, you know, what that would do. Um, so thanks to, like, this event and many others, um, we, we provide that treatment free of cost to our, our patients and their families. Um, so we are constantly looking at ways to tell the story and get our word out there. And this is the hospital that, that you all own. Like, you help us run the hospital. It's not... Um, our hospital. This is something that we run together. And a couple of months ago, some of our team members decided that we wanted everyone to understand and feel and experience just how great of a place it is. And we um, invested in creating a virtual reality tour of the hospital. Uh, so if you're able to, um, in the booth, we do have some Oculus Go headsets and you can spend some time and you can actually see what a great place uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is and, and just get a, a, you know, a sense of how amazing it is to be there. I, I
0: highly recommend doing it like if you have the opportunity to go check out the VR headset, it's, it's truly incredible having been there myself one of the things that is most impactful, and I've heard, I've heard it said many times from people who work there and, and people who've received treatment there, it's, it's like hope just floats in the air there, like you, you walk in and it's like this sense of relief, the first time I went to visit the hospital I was actually like really you know worried, I spent a lot of time in hospitals when I was growing up um and like, to go to a hospital that feels like it's this open, welcoming, like soaring ceilings and like bright colors and like everything is designed to bring comfort. Every single detail of the hospital is designed to like bring healing to those that are there. What what's your favorite small detail that you experienced while you were there?
3: I think for me, my favorite part I mean, there's, I, could, I could probably sit up here for days and days and days and tell you we'll all, all the things. It. But one of the things that I found so unique, um, we were a local family. So growing up, you know, I'd heard stories about St. Jude. And my grandmother and two of my aunts were actually some of the first ladies of St. Jude with Danny Thomas. So our history for St. Jude goes back years and donating and everything else. But when we were diagnosed, I was still trying to wrap my head around it as an adult. You know, I was a teacher. Um, The day that he was diagnosed, I left my job. He was pulled out of school that morning, you know, he went home. And then, you know, a day later, he's being admitted into St. Jude for two and a half to three years. And we had this amazing team of people, and they're called Child Life Specialists. So the Child Life Specialists came to us and said, Hey, we're going to take your girls, because I have a daughter who is now 19, and I have a 13-year-old. And then Tyler, and we were still trying to wrap our head around what was going on. I didn't even understand it. And they came and they took Tyler by himself. They took uh, Lexi and Abby by themselves. And they explained everything to them just on their level. But they also started them on a journey. And I left the beads backstage. But he has this thing called Legacy Beads. And on the Legacy Beads, so the first day they're diagnosed, they're given a St. Jude emblem. And that's the first bead, and then his name, and then begins. Each bead represents a part of their journey. So now Tyler has about 17 to 19 strands of beads, and every bead tells a story. Like if he's had chemotherapy, a good day, a bad day, each one will tell a story. So when he's older, he can take those beads and he can say, Look, you know, look what I've been through, look at this journey. But what was even better than that, since we were a local family, My niece had been diagnosed and was in the same school that I taught in, my son was there, and this rumor started that cancer was contagious. Two kids in one family, you know, two sisters that have had children diagnosed eight months apart from each other, it was scary. It was scary for us, and so I can't imagine, you know, my sixth grade students didn't even understand. And this team of child life specialists went into the school and spent time with my class and all the kids' classes and explained everything on their level so that they could understand what was going on. And that was such a St. Jude moment for me because they didn't have to do that. I didn't ask that. They came to me and said, what can we do to help you? And so we got to go visit about six months later. And by that point, you know, Tyler's hair had come out and he looked pretty rough. And we get out of the car and all these kids come running across the field And they weren't afraid of him they understood what he was going through and that really meant a lot to me as a parent because i knew that saint jude had gone gone above and beyond anything i expected and it was it was a great moment so i'm I'm very appreciative of that you know having that moment yeah
0: that's that's and i'm trying not to cry too that's very (laughs) that's that was amazing um that's, that's something that I love and appreciate about the hospital. Just hearing stories like that, all the moments where they go above and beyond. Even even things that are standard, like continuing education. Like, you're going to be in treatment for a while. Well, we're going to work with you and, and get your curriculum from wherever you're at and make sure that you get to re-enter life as, you know, if you left as a third grader, you get to come back in two years as a fifth grader. You don't have to be you know be held back. I think that that is just incredible. Tyler, what was your favorite little detail from your experience.
2: Playing the games with all the people.
0: (laughs) Playing the games with everybody? Yeah, I mean like you you can't beat it. So is that, were you playing, uh, because I I went out and and played with some some folks up there uh, during the last couple of summits. Were you playing Super Smash Brothers? Or was it Mario Kart? Because those are what I got to play. And I got destroyed
2: they didn't have Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart. Well, wait, maybe they did. I just don't remember because it was a okay. while ago. But I know I played... Uh, I can't remember the game.
0: <laughs> you played... T- well, did you win? That's the that's the important part. Of
2: course I did.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a future esports star in the making right here. Uh, Tyler actually has a, a really wonderful idea that we were talking about backstage. That I want to, uh, I want to talk about a little bit more. But I think first um, we actually have a surprise for you, um, and they should be making their way out on stage right now. Uh, they're they're being very sneaky, uh, as ninjas do. Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Get good. good, good. Oh, no, what, do we, what do we talk about? Whatever, whatever well, so, whatever. what do you want to talk about, man? What's do you your have any favorite questions? game. Ooh, favorite game, ever? Oh God. Uh, uh I would say uh, it's a tie right now between uh, Fortnite and Final Fantasy Eleven.
2: What about yours?
0: Mine has been Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo for a super long time. Because uh, I'm a big nerd, I've I've played RPGs and stuff for forever. But uh, he's never beaten it though because he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hes just you know he's just you know. sorry it's all it. <laughs> he's old. So when we did the clips for kids event um, back in April, uh, Ben actually had sent me a video that was about you. Um, and never in a million years did I think I'd actually get to look you in the eyes and and tell you how how yeah. inspirational you are. I hope you know that you're uh, you're super super strong. Right, Thank it's you. impressive. Congratulations, man. I so oh, yeah. appreciate Go for it, Nick. Go for it Nick. Right. Little likes For sure dude I'm going to give you a hug What do you
1: got?
2: Or just for the
0: Kamehameha
1: Blacks from Illinois
0: Me and, and my cousin's Facebook page on there Alright Can I have one too? Absolutely Yeah,
2: yeah. Absolutely. Oh man this is awesome So much yeah. Or just for the Kamehameha Blacks from Illinois Me and my cousin's Facebook page on there
0: Oh, we'll we're going to we're gonna let them talk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm Leukemium still going to
0: bring him to meet you. after
2: My cousin's going to be so jealous.
1: <laughs> no, Rub right. it in his face. We just okay.
3: want
0: okay. to come say hi. Hey. I brought right. the beads. I will be back here after that. All right. Bye, guys. Round of
3: applause for this fun So, thank you. But I told you I'd make it happen. He went and got my beads for me. So, this is one strand... Of Tyler's beads. And that's just one strand, and there's the beginning. And if you look real closely, there's some beads on there. There's That bead right there is probably one of our um, favorites that I find comical. It's called a bad day bead. So when he was having a bad day, he would say, I need a bead, and they would say, okay. And then the green, the, the little green ones are chemotherapy. And this is just one strand of 19. So you can tell the journey and the legacy that he has endured. That is... Just by this. Crazy. Thank you. So Thank you, you for getting them.
0: You wanted to say something.
2: I never doubted you for a second.
0: Oh, you never doubted me for a second? <laughs> Thanks, man. That was like, the, we were backstage, and the first thing, he was like, I heard Ninja and Looper are here. Is there any way? And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> But all the wonderful staff here scrambled to make sure we, we get them up there. So that's, yeah, and we'll, they'll be backstage and all that stuff. So uh, we were going to talk about the incredible idea that you have um, for a game that you wanted to design. Do you want to let everybody know your idea behind that?
2: Well, I'm going to create a game one day for for St. Jude, so whenever you buy it and all in that purchases, all the money goes to St. Jude. Yeah.
1: Ben, yes. He he pitched me this idea backstage. Like he's a real entrepreneur. Yeah, like <laughs> he's standing in front of the guy who can make that decision. And he was like,
0: "Let me tell you what you should do." He said, "Who who who do we need to talk to to get my idea through?" Yeah. Do you have any idea what kind of game that you'd want to make?
2: I have no idea.
0: <laughs> you just wanted to do good things.
2: Yes.
0: That's awesome.
2: Maybe maybe a battle royale.
0: Maybe a battle royale game. They're very popular. I would, I would buy all of the skins for St. Jude, 100% all of them. Um, so what part of, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm still like, that was a beautiful moment. <laughs> so what what are some things that St. Jude is doing right now to innovate going forward? Like obviously we have the VR set uh, out here, we're talking about the gaming stuff. What, what are some other projects that you have that you're working on right now? Um, if you can talk about them, if they're not super secret.
1: They're, they're super secret. Okay. If I tell you, I'd have to kill you. And That's I don't want to do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, we, we really, I think that what is happening here is a big part of what we're trying to do, and we want to connect with the next generation, and we want to tell the story in new and more meaningful ways. And so a lot of what we're doing is exploring the use of technology to try to tell our story. And to the point where, if you've got ideas or if you've seen things, in uh, by all means, like stop by and talk to us because we want to understand what resonates. Um, when Play Live started a couple of years ago, I mean, it was just a ga- it was a gamble. It was a it was a it was a hunch that one of my colleagues who's here, Zach Whitten. Zach right there, yeah, um, with the mustache had had the courage to bring this idea to, you know, it was a very traditional organization, and look what it's become. Yeah, it's amazing. So, um, the idea is that some of the things that we're working on are more immersive storytelling, like can VR, can we do more to harness the power of VR? Um, what else can we get that in front of? Um, we're also starting to branch out and work with different types of audience, like beauty influencers. Um, it is so important to get um, the beauty of St. Jude, net mission, um, in front of as much people as we possibly can. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of people are aware of is that the the overall sur- survival rate for cancer was 20% when St. Jude opened in 1962. Thanks to the discoveries made at St. Jude, the survival rate is over 80%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And... And, and that, that makes me so, you know, warm inside, so happy. Um, but there's a truth behind that, is that that is in the United States. Um, outside of our borders, the cure rate's much lower. They don't have the same infrastructure. And our mission is no child should die in the dawn of life. It's not no child in this country. Mm-hmm. And so we, we're constantly wanting to continue to spread that mission. And we need a lot of support to do that.
0: Yeah, the, so... You talk about the international mission that you're doing. How many is it? Is it clinics that you have open overseas? Like, are there? I think I remember like 12. Is 12 right, or is it 18? Or maybe uh, I'm asking the wrong person.
1: No, it, uh, I we didn't have,
0: do my research, and I'm in trouble
1: now. Where's we it? we have 24 international partner sites in 17 countries, and we're continuing to strengthen um, the support and the resources that we give to them. And so, what you're doing here today is helping us continue that mission and that great work to get our cures around the world. And that's that's one of the reasons why we
0: at Guardian Con really wanted to work with St. June because we know everyone who's watching right now, there's people here who've traveled from all over the world and we felt that it was so important to have um you know a charity that has a global vision uh to eradicate childhood cancer and disease everywhere, um not just close to home. Because compassion knows no borders
1: uh and, and just this is really cool In in may uh the world health organization designated saint Jude children's research hospital as its first pediatric cancer partner that's incredible yeah that's, <laughs> i did not know that that is that is
0: that is so that is so amazing and again i i can't say this enough because i'm a huge i'm a huge nerd I don't know if you could tell because i play <laughs> video games for a living but i'm a huge nerd the thing that i love about saint jude more than anything else is the fact that all of the research done in the hospital is shared for free it's shared among the scientists that work there it is published and and distributed to people so that if when treatments are discovered it is given to you know, anyone who needs to use it, um you know without you know, restriction because we do better together. I am so incredibly happy um, to be working with St. Jude. What, what sort of message would you like to leave everyone with today?
3: St. Jude is probably one of the most amazing places I've ever set foot in. And when we first got there, like I said, we were so scared. But I knew going in that it was a place of hope. And every dollar that's raised, every amazing fundraiser like this that's done every word of mouth that you go and share the saint jude story or that saint jude moment with someone that directly affects my child every dollar raised you are helping to save his life and that means more than anything else because i know that people will go above and beyond anything to help save these children and i know right this very moment there's some family walking through the doors of saint jude just like we did I know they're scared, I I, I remember how I felt, I remember probably the look on my face, and I recognize that look. And you are providing hope to that family. You are providing for that child to have a happy and healthy life. And just a little flash flash forward, so Tyler um, went into remission on August 29th of 2015. After two years and seven months of active treatment, And it was on my birthday, so couldn't ask for a better birthday gift. It's a
0: good gift. It's a good gift.
3: Good gift. And since then, this is what you've done for us. This is what you've given us. You've allowed for us to travel, which we weren't allowed to do while we were in treatment. Doctor Pui said no. And he's. We just got back from uh, Europe. He got to go to Europe and see the Netherlands and Italy, and then we took a little you know tour. Went into Canada. You have given him. He's going into seventh grade this year. He's got these uh, games going on in his head where he's ready to develop and move forward. So you've given him that. You've given him life. And you've given our family hope. And we know that if he ever has any problem at all the rest of his life, we know St. Jude will be there for us. Phone call away and email away. And I have to say thank you to the entire gaming community. What you do is absolutely amazing. It is amazing. So give yourself a hand. And of course, um, all of our friends at ALSAC who are all in here that are the fundraising side of St. Jude, without them, things would be a lot different, that research and stuff would not be allowed to continue. So, I mean, I, I give it to them too, because y'all, what you do is absolutely amazing. So thank you for providing us hope. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, hope and life.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. I... I I forget sometimes that the treatment that they provide is for a lifetime. Sure. So it's not, it's not, and this is something we talked about a lot during the marathon this year, is that, yes, you're, you're donating for a cure, but it's so much after that. Like It's every happy moment, it's every wonderful meal that you share as a family, travels, movies, birthdays, weddings, like every single moment you're giving a cure and you're also giving someone their life back.
3: Speaking of marathon weekend, I'll share with you. What, I'll let him share with you what he did this past year. So okay. we have a fundraising team. Generated it started out as about 20 runners. We're a little over 140. I'm not a runner. If I'm running, you better run. <laughs> but I've done two half marathons in his name and my niece's name. And this past year was our sixth year. And Tyler did something very special that I want him to share with you. I did a 10k. <laughs>
0: Did you, did you do a lot of training leading up to that, a little bit? I couldn't run a 10K right now, I'm just telling you.
3: No, he's a swimmer. Oh! Yeah. Oh, you swim? Yes. That's, That's
0: impressive. Yes, I do. I pretty much just float. That's what I do. Float around.
2: It's better than sinking to the bottom. <laughs>
0: He's got a point. I mean, he's not wrong. He's 100% accurate.
3: So, he's um, signed up as a hero again this year and we'll do the 10k again this year for St. Jude.
0: That's yep. amazing. Yep. That's, is that is that your what what event that, that that fundraising event throughout the year is? The one is that your event that you really like attach yourself to? Is there is there other things that you see going on throughout the we, year?
3: We do two as a family. Okay. Um we we do the walk run for childhood cancer that kicks off that's The big one for National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month in September, so go gold in September. And then in December we do the St. Jude Memphis Marathon weekend and that's that's our big one. And we started out like I said as a small team we were called Team Alyssa Rocks. We became Team Alyssa Rocks and Dude Dance because he likes to dance and he's a dude. And um, this is how much it means to us. So this year, this past year, our sixth year, we hit the $300,000 mark To give back to a place that's given us something that can't put a price tag on, and him running—I mean, him starting and finishing with his mom—what more could I ask for?
0: That's that is amazing. Uh, Jay, do you do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share with anyone? Anything you think you want to highlight?
1: I, I wouldn't miss the opportunity and walk off this stage without saying thank you and thank you and thank you all for your support and your generosity. So please give yourselves a hand. Um, you you set a you set a goal for, for this year. Yes, yeah, I did. You did, and and what was that goal?
0: The goal was to run the hospital for a day. So that was yes, you did. Yeah, we did. Um, the the goal was 2.4 million dollars, but everything gets more expensive, so we needed to bump it to 2.7 million dollars.
1: So, which... so, the, so the the thought that's on my heart is first and foremost to show gratitude for the generosity of this great community. Uh, thank you for showing that uh, you know gamers had that generosity and helping us us understand that we can reach across a. Really wide audience of people to join our mission, um, and the other thing I wanted to think about is that that money that you raise to run the hospital for that one day, that's gonna, on whatever day that is hypothetically, um, that might be the day that a breakthrough, miracle, or a cure is made, or a patient's life is saved, and that is so significant and meaningful. And I just wanted to say thank you and thank everyone for making that happen. All right.
0: It's your turn. What, what would you What would you like to leave everybody with, if you could share anything with all these folks that are listening and watching online?
2: Keep on gaming.
1: <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Tyler and I need to go write a business plan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're
0: going to help you. We're going to take these guys backstage. We're going to grab some of these folks at the Bungie booth and the Digital Extremes booth and the High Res booth and we're all going to go make a video game backstage. Thank you all. Thank you all so much uh, for listening. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for representing St. Jude so well and thank you to all of you for tuning in and watching. Uh, We're going to keep going. I don't know what's next but I bet maybe someone in that shoutcasting booth does except... no one is over there, so we're just gonna. We're just, I'm not gonna do another cartwheel. I had to. So during the charity marathon, um, every time every time I raised, uh, we we hit a five thousand uh, dollar milestone. I had to do a cartwheel. Um, so I did a lot of cartwheels, and then I actually knocked one of my closet doors off the wall, and it almost knocked me out. And that that happened on stream.
3: You know, I think that's an idea for Tyler. <laughs> I think we might have to do that. He can do cartwheels. Oh, yeah? Money raised for St. Jude, Cart- yeah.
0: Cartwheels for St. Jude? Yeah.
3: They would be terrible. They would be terrible?
0: They can't be as bad as mine.
2: I can't even do a cartwheel.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we can practice together. <laughs> we're we're uh, I guess we're just going just gonna to stretch for time and hang out and chat while we wait for every- You know, what's going on right now is uh, if you're watching the stream online, you can actually click a link below the stream that says Donate. And one of the things we've been focusing on this year is sustained giving, which this is the first time uh, we've been able to facilitate that online. So we've actually, uh, since the beginning of the year, we've had almost $11,000 a month pledged to be give from the Guardian Con community to St. Jude, and that adds up to over $120,000 a year from all of you. Uh, and if any one of you is like, I don't know if I should. Here's what you get, all right? Here's what you get if you sign up for sustained giving. We have an awesome PC that we're giving away. It's listed below the stream. Uh, and you also get one of these really cool shirts. That's not the shirt. Uh, Zach could walk up here with his shirt. And you get one of these fantastic shirts sent to you for free. Love the shirt. Just for supporting a wonderful Ooh. cause. Yeah. And throughout the year at GuardianCon, one of our goals is to really encourage the, the sustained giving. We want to say thank you as much as we can to those of you that, that partner with St. Jude to give every single month. So we're going to have incentives like that running all year. And as long as you are pledged to give money, you will be, you know, entered to win all sorts of fantastic stuff. Um, like the PC that you're going to be able to play Tyler's game on in, you know, I'm going to guess five years. Maybe. Maybe? You think it's going to be less? Maybe. Maybe? It's going to be like next week. You <laughs> have no idea. It's going to come out of nowhere, top app store app. Um, all right, it looks like everybody is is over there, and they're ready to take over, so we're going to head off the stage. Thank you all so much.